Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Shooting for victory over variants. The virus isn't going to give up just with one fight. Tiger Woods crash investigation. We don't contemplate any charges whatsoever in this crash. This remains an accident. Military families at the food bank. We couldn't even go a full week without help. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the pace is picking up in the race to vaccinate millions of Americans. We could be just days away from a third coronavirus vaccine, this one from Johnson & Johnson, the first single-dose vaccine. And as we hear from CBS's David Begnaud, the vaccine maker Moderna is beginning tests on a booster shot to target a virus variant that's spreading fast. It has been about a week now since Antonio Whiteley got his second dose of the Moderna vaccine and says he jumped at the chance to get vaccinated because he's a designated health care provider. I'm not afraid of it. But now he may have to get an additional booster shot from Moderna. Am I thrilled? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe Even after this booster, what if there's another booster after that? That is a real possibility, according to Moderna's president, Dr. Stephen Hogue. We all hope that this doesn't become something that happens for everybody every year in the same way as it currently does. We could run into a situation where we're ultimately needing to provide a booster vaccine every year or every few years. A large real-world study of the Pfizer vaccine finds it is effective at preventing serious illness and death even after just one dose. And the National Institutes of Health is going to study symptoms in what are known as long-haul COVID patients to unravel why they take so long to get better. Dr. Anthony Fauci says researchers have a lot of questions. Does SARS-CoV-2 infection trigger changes in the body that actually increase the risk later on of such abnormalities such as chronic heart or brain disorders. Now to Southern California, where police say no charges will be filed in the Tiger Woods car crash. The wreck left the golfer with extensive leg injuries. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. The L.A. County Sheriff seems confident there's nothing criminal about the crash involving Tiger Woods. This is purely an accident. Still, investigators will be looking at everything from distracted driving to high speed as a potential cause. Since there are no skid marks and obvious things we can determine speed, we have to go to the black box of the vehicle to estimate that speed. The stretch of roadway in a suburb near Los Angeles is notoriously dangerous since January of last Last year, there have been more than a dozen accidents. In Texas, the Border Patrol is allowing asylum seekers to cross into the U.S. from Mexico to have their requests processed. This is a reversal from the Trump administration's Remain in Mexico policy. 
CBS's Maria Villarreal says some have been waiting a long time. In Matamoros, Mexico, this massive tent town is home to nearly a thousand migrants. These are the families that followed the rules. They crossed into the U.S. through a checkpoint and were sent back to Mexico to wait for their asylum cases to be heard. Some have been here for two years. Sam Bishop is an Army veteran, providing essential medical help and other services for these migrants. People's daily lives are here, and they, they've been here for so long that they've, you know, like anywhere else, they've been able to establish and, and function. More than 70,000 people were sent to Mexico to await asylum hearings, creating a bottleneck in cases during the Trump administration. While those people wait in limbo, others are crossing the border illegally and taking their chances with the new administration. Andrea Rudnick is with Team Brownsville, a grassroots organization working to help families gain asylum. The word has gotten out that families with young children are getting across and getting released to go on to their families. I mean, it's catch and release all over again. Yes, it is. We're trying not to use those words, but yes, it is. President Biden says he's read a U.S. intelligence report that CBS News has learned is expected to find Saudi Prince Mohammed bin Salman approved the 2018 killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Mr. Biden indicates he plans to speak with Saudi Arabia's king again soon. Lawmakers in Texas today opened hearings into the massive power grid failure that led to so much despair during last week's storms. Governor Greg Abbott. This legislative session will not end until we fix these problems. Just over a million people in the state still have issues with their water supply. CBS's Janet Shamlian says for many people who watched pipes fail in their homes, the cleanup will take months. In Rachel Bohenick's house, nine pipes burst. And water was just pouring out of this. It's overwhelming for the Houston mom of three young children, who's also a ninth grade teacher, with students whose homes are just as wrecked as hers. Somehow I have to help my students process whatever trauma they've had happen to them. All of that is kind of, I'm, I'm just sort of holding it off. It's estimated nearly 40% of military families in this country have had trouble putting food on the table during the pandemic. As CBS's Mark Strassman tells us, many have been forced to turn to food banks. We are military and we are struggling. We met this army family on the front line of a food crisis. All right, my love, what would you like today? Desiree Alvarez, her three-year-old Elijah, and six-year-old Mary Soul. This is the first time that I've consistently had to go to a food bank over and over again. Her husband's an E3 private at Joint Base Lewis-McChord, or JBLM. Tacoma, Washington is expensive for a family of four living on $2,300 a month. Thurston County's food bank serves 1,500 military families like the Alvarez's. We're going to the park. A 22% spike since the pandemic began. That hurts me. Lieutenant Colonel J.P. Smith identified the downturn here. You take a spouse who's normally working, they lose that second income, that's a blow on anybody. Desiree Alvarez used to work until the military transferred them here a year ago. I really need to find a job. The Department of Defense estimates the jobless rate for military spouses is 22%. Families helping defend America in a bruising battle against hunger. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Atlanta. It seems what we've done to try to stop the spread of COVID-19 has sidelined the seasonal flu. This is usually the peak of the flu season, but health officials say cases and hospitalizations have been at their lowest levels in decades. So low that the CDC is finding it tough to figure how well the flu vaccine is working. The House is poised to pass a bill to ensure legal safeguards for LGBTQ people. 
A Democratic backer has colorfully responded to a Republican opponent. Illinois Representative Marie Newman's office is directly across from Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's office. Newman tweeted a video of herself placing a trans pride flag directly outside her door after Greene tried to block the Equality Act, calling it a direct attack on God's creation. Newman said she put the flag up so Greene can look at it every time she opens her door. Stacy Lynn, CBS. News, Capitol Hill. The parent company of Victoria's Secret says up to 50 more stores will be shut down for good this year. In 2020, 250 were closed. L Brands says it's still planning to spin off Victoria's Secret and is pushing to open new bath and body work stores. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.